I'm Liz Spencer and welcome to Business Connection, introducing you to the names and faces of Naperville area entrepreneurs and business owners. Today we welcome the Orion STEM schools as well as Grow Wellness Group, but stay tuned for Busey Bank, all here on Business Connection. watching Business Connection and joining me now from Busey Bank is Natasha Mariner. Natasha, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Happy to. Tell me a little bit about Busey. What should we know yeah. about our hometown bank? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, Busey Bank is actually is a champagne-based organization from 1868, so that uh, the math on that is 155 wow, years. That's which awesome. I was very surprised to learn when I when I joined the organization. I think that's really impressive to have that that kind of history. Uh, we have 60 locations across our footprint, and that's Indiana, Illinois, uh, Missouri, and Florida. And 10 of those locations are in the Chicagoland area, two of which are, are local here in Naperville. Um, we focus on pr pr primarily five different business units, which is business, lending, deposits for business owners, uh, personal, wealth management. And in that space, we have um, family office, 401ks and uh, FICE, uh, treasury management, and, and then finally our uh, first tech is a, our payment processing subsidiary. Okay, so but I think it's, it's nice to have Busey, you know, because it's a, it's a family owned bank and it's nice to have them here in, this, in Naperville who really values that community connection. So that's what, it's awesome yeah. to have them in great locations, yeah. one in Gartner and one in, right in Main Street. Which right, downtown perfect, Naperville, yeah. Perfect for it. Um, Lots of growth over the last eight yeah. years. Tell me about, about it and what you kind of think is coming out of it. Yeah, well, um, I'm told that we've grown 250% over That's that awesome. time, and that, that brings us to over $12 billion as an organization. And, and what's interesting about that is there are not a lot of regional banks that are in that space. There's a lot that are smaller and a lot are larger, so it's a really nice sweet spot mm -hmm. for a number of reasons. One, we have our, our wealth management group also has approximately over $12 billion under care as well. So to have that commitment to both the, the banking side as well as the wealth side is, is very unusual. Um, we have local decision making, which continues to be really important. We have a lot of clients that come to us because they want to have that high touch local um, decision making expertise. And the high touch part is, is, is fun. You know, we have this, the products and services of a larger bank, but we have the concierge service of a, of a smaller bank. Well, it's nice to know your banker. It's, it's right? nice to have a, a banker as a business person that, mm -hmm. you know, that asks about your business and, you know, and may have an idea of how to help your business you know, grow or get an extra line of credit when needed and things right. like that. So I, I think it's really important for And it goes beyond that too, right? So if it, 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 not only your business, but then how does that translate through to the business owner? Right. And what are the things that they may not be thinking about personally? Like I, I don't even know my, my work phone number. I give out my cell phone, right? That's right. the high touch. Right. And, and, and even this weekend, I had two clients reach out because they're business owners that aren't doing their personal work personal business during their work hours, but they're thinking about it on the weekend, right? right? And you just, it's nice for them to have somebody they know they can they can get in touch with. Right, absolutely. And you, there's a there's a level of trust that you can share and, you know, because, you know, finances are a little bit personal, yeah, both on the business level and on the, on the truly personal level. Yeah. So you've yeah. got to have that trust. Busey has been a wonderful community partner. They, they get Naperville. Yeah. They have, 
they recognized what we had here when they were coming in and they have really embraced it and shown us just great kindness. Um, and especially to NCTV, it lifts up our show Spotlight, which lifts up 72 not-for-profits a year, awesome. which is awesome. Why is a commitment to community so important? It's baked into the culture, which is what I've found personally so attractive to me as as um, someone who's you know joined the organization um, you know within the last three years. Uh, they give a million six out uh, annually. Uh, I think that's impressive. There's a lot of uh, fun things that we do internally. So there's there's the emails that go out internally that spotlight different volunteers or organizations. Mm -hmm. We have a traveling trophy that I'm happy to say for volunteer hours mm -hmm. uh, sits in Naperville again this this quarter, um, and they 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 also do give paid hours to 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 go volunteer. So That's for great. those that kind of have a you know, or stuck at their desk a little bit, they can get out um, monthly and still get paid for those hours to volunteer. So it's very much encouraging it, and it's from the top. And that's awesome, because it's important. I, you know, I know as, you know, a not-for-profit, you know, that we look to our banks to to have those community dollars. Yeah. Um, to to reinvest as, you know, people invest, you know, their money with the banks. So we mm -hmm. totally appreciate that. How is... Um, Tell me a little bit about how um, Busey has been active with the community, and is this a point of real emphasis for the bank? Yeah, it absolutely is. There are there are four pillars that um, really are a focus for the organization. Obviously, our customers, our associates, our shareholders, and the community. Um, and there are dozens of organizations that we give to, whether it's Time or Talents within the Naperville market, which is a lot of fun. Um, I personally have been involved, I mean, I've been in this market for 25 years, mm -hmm. um, living, working, and I've had the pleasure of interacting with a, lot, a number of nonprofits and even personally, like, right, currently I'm, I'm active in uh, Little Friends, mm -hmm. Loaves and Fishes, 100 Women Who Care, to name sure. a few, uh, and and really work with the folks that I work with to make sure that they also are committed to, you know, whatever they're passionate about within the community. So that's a lot of fun to get them introduced as well. Well, I think it's a it's a win-win situation for for Busey and the community to to be really able to kind of be locked step and working with you know, organizations and the community to help raise it up. Absolutely, you know, because you know everybody needs a thriving community, and and we need banks to do that. I think people underestimate the role that banks play in their community, from loans to business to personal banking to that philanthropy yeah. commitment, that commitment to community. The banks are like one of the last people, their corporations still doing that. Right. So we totally thank you. Right. If somebody wants to um, get to know a little bit more about Busey or come in and, and think about them for whether personal or business, how can they get in touch? Uh, well, they're welcome to go online and take a look at the website, busey.com, um, specifically for information on the Chicagoland locations, uh, especially here in Naperville. It's busey.com slash Chicagoland. Okay. Uh, there's information there for local phone numbers, but come visit, call, visit. We'd um, we'd love to help in any way we can. So yeah, because I I know that um, when I've visited Busey, it, it's just how I can walk in and, and and get to talk to somebody, whether it's for business or whether it's for personal, and they'll know you. Yes, and I think that's again so important. So Natasha, thank you for coming and visiting and telling us about a great thing that Busey is doing in the community. Thank you to. Busey for being a huge supporter of NCTV 17, the community. It's so important. Yeah, it is. We, we, we appreciate the time. If you want to learn more about Busey Bank, please visit their website.
Hey everybody, Stefan Holt here from NBC5. What is a better way to start the morning than a fresh, hot cup of coffee? Well, NCTV 17's The Morning Show. We've got sizzling interviews, heated competition with Game On. Also, we have a live band and breakfast is included. It's the hottest ticket in town. I'll see you there. Welcome back to Business Connection, and joining me now is Selvi Rajkumar from the Orion STEM Schools. Welcome, Selvi. It's Thank nice you. to see you again. You've been a longtime friend of the station. So you have something very exciting happening, the Orion STEM School. Tell me, what was the inspiration? Thank you, Liz, for having me here and asking me this question. I'm inspired by John Dewey, the philosopher and uh, the founder of the U Chicago Lab School. Okay. He once said that um, if we teach today's students as how we taught yesterday, we are robbing them of tomorrow. And I strongly believe that it's the fundamental responsibility of a school to um, introduce children to the things that they do not know they love yet. And um, I've uh, seen statements from U.S. Department of Education and other organizations that there is a need for STEM education and there's a huge gap between the demand and the need in United States and our country. And, um, and where I am STEM schools is the answer, is our answer to that need. And um, I'm hoping to uh, bridge that gap uh, by instilling STEM and entrepreneurship principles in children, not just those principles, but also growth mindset and so forth. That's awesome. The school is K through eight? It is K through eight. And you, you mentioned that um, it's a STEM school, and so STEM is usually thought about it with hard sciences, but you are also thinking about STEM in a holistic approach for this school. Tell me a little bit about that. It is a general misconception that STEM is all about hard facts and figures. Mm -hmm. um, however, um, it is the best approach to problem solve, to instill creativity in children, teamwork, empathy, and uh, nurturing those uh, emotional intelligence in children by allowing them to work together and developing those social emotional skills as well as they are seeing the um, opportunities, uh, challenges as opportunities uh, and uh, work together to problem solve. I think it's awesome. You're introducing a medical science curriculum from kindergarten onward. And I, I, I think that's very interesting. It ties back to your first statement when you said children are finding out about new things they don't love yet. So yes. is, does this apply here with medical sciences? You're teaching them from, from kindergarten on. Tell me a little bit about that. I think that's so fascinating. Yeah, thank you. We are very fortunate uh, to get uh, Dr. Ira Rubin, our very own Naperville resident who has founded the mini medical school uh, for middle schoolers and high schoolers to expose them to uh, the field of healthcare um, and see if they want to pursue that as a, their career. And we are working with them to pioneer the medical science curriculum to start as early as kindergarten. Um, and uh, the sooner we start, it's always better. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we are putting together this 
curriculum, medical science curriculum, in addition to financial literacy, which we call it consumer science, um, and uh, data science, and artificial intelligence, uh, those type of uh, courses, subjects that we want to offer to students as interdisciplinary learning. So students um, will get the rigorous um, curriculum from math, science, technology, engineering, and apply those skill sets in a project where they solve a real life problem uh, to um, and learn through experiences. So basically children take action by caring and learn by doing. I think it's awesome. I, I was thinking about when you were saying that, I think, you know, cause you're K through eight and you know, four, five, you know, six, seven, eight, those, that's when kids really start to show your personalities and they come into their own and they often think about, I could do this. And here you are giving them the opportunity to try to do something. Mm -hmm. So I think that's super exciting about it. And the fact that you're adding all those other things, financial literacy, AI, just starting them so early, so early. So community engagement and, and trust is, is critical in a school. Um, how do you foster that relationship between the parents and the students in the school and, and the broader community? So uh, I just want to touch base on one of the points sure. that you asked uh, sure. before, which is in terms of financial literacy, um, the money habits are formed as early as age seven. So it is critical to start early and involve families as well. Um, so the research that UChicago team has done has showed that not only it's easy to impart knowledge about finance to students, the most important thing is to instill the proper attitude and behavior in students teach them the executive function, functioning skills and um, not act impulsively. Mm -hmm. So those type of uh, experiences or uh, skills are taught to students in a subtle way. Um, and um, we involve families because uh, in everything that we do at our school because we believe that parents are the first and most influential teachers for children. Um, so, for example, they have family money night where they involve families, they have cards where children fill out this money journal, have conversations starting prompts, where children start the conversation with families and have their own stories and things like that. We also get the resources from Howard's Making Caring Common Project, where we want uh, to instill the kindness and compassion in children. And um, it's not just for the students, it's also for the teachers and the families. So we are, the community as a whole, we want to work together and bring the best uh, out of our students. I think those are great goals. Um, with the foundation steps started for the Orion STEM schools, where, where do you see the school in the next five years? I, I envision um, not only Orion STEM schools is known for its academic excellence, but also the students that go, go through our school is known for their character um, and um, believing in themselves, 
uh, having intrinsic motivation and um, not only embrace change, but create change. Be confident and be kind and be compassionate global citizen. Well, you are, with this school, you are setting um, those students up for success. And, and more importantly, you're, you're setting up the world for success by educating such wonderful students. So thank you so much. If you're interested in learning more about the Orion STEM schools, please visit their website. Everybody, Stefan Holt here from NBC5. What is a better way to start the morning than a fresh, hot cup of coffee? Well, NCTV 17's The Morning Show. We've got sizzling interviews, heated competition with Game On. Also, we have a live band and breakfast is included. It's the hottest ticket in town. I'll see you there. Welcome back to Business Connection. Joining me now is Wendy Hayam Gross from Grow Wellness Group. Welcome, Wendy. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Liz. So tell me a little bit about what services you offer and, and who do you work with? Sure, I'd be glad to. We are a full-service counseling practice in town. We work with ages two and up, and we have a whole bunch of fun things going on at the offices. We do counseling, psychological testing. We have a sports psychology department yoga therapy, and I probably missed something in there, but um, if it's about your mental wellness, we probably do that. That's awesome. And what are some of the priorities in your practice? You have a lot of, a lot of things going on, so how do you keep them all balanced? And That's a great question. Um, I'm glad you think we're balanced. Let me start there. I think it's the philosophy that we have when we started four years ago. It's that we're human beings and we're here to help human beings. So anything that we do, everything that we do is based on kind of like the golden rule. Is this how I would want to be treated if I were going somewhere? So our priorities tend to revolve around meeting people where they're at, providing services to people where they're at. And if we don't have what someone's looking for, um, referring them to people who do. Well, and I, I think that's interesting because yeah, I think that the wellness therapy group in industry maybe didn't always get together as well and refer people out. So tell me a little bit about how things have changed. And <laughs> I call those things my COVID positives, right? Because yeah. we all have so many COVID negatives that affected us. Mm -hmm. But there have been some positives. One of those is maybe, I call it the old days, we used to compete for clients at some point, right? If there's a client, well, are they going to pick practice A or practice B or practice C? And we had a little competition going on. But the beauty of COVID is now when people feel they need some help, they want to talk to someone, um, they reach out. So there's clients for everyone. So what we do is when we meet someone, we find out what they're looking for. If we have it, fabulous, we get them an appointment. If we find it something that we don't have an expertise in, we call up our partners, other practices in town that we work with that we respect and admire their practitioners 
and we refer them to people who can help them. Well, I think that's important because I think there is a, I think people have finally felt comfortable enough to say, hey, I need to talk to someone that's not a family or friend because there's a difference. Yeah. And, and so I think sometimes it's hard to get an appointment where if you call one place they don't have, they can say, but I can try to help you find something. And I think that's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about when I am choosing a therapist, how do, how, how do I know I'm doing it right? Because I think we always worry that first step is hard. It is. That is the hardest step, right? Yes. It's like the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Right. And that's a big step. And you could probably talk to 10 people and get 10 different, mm -hmm. you know, um, bits of advice of how to do this. I'm a big fan of going on websites, looking at the bios and the pictures of the therapists, and the bios are great. And I would say don't get too hung up in what letters people have, because if people are counseling, they have been trained to be a counselor. If they're a social worker, psychologist, counselor, again, don't worry. Look at their pictures. You're going to be in a room with this person for an hour, and you're going to want to share and feel comfortable with them. Look at their faces. If it feels like somebody that you could talk to, that's the person to ask for. Um, but you're right. Practices are busier. Therapists are busier. Um, also, take the advice of the person answering the phone. Um, intake managers know the therapists, and sometimes they know more than we know. <laughs> and when you tell them what's going on, let them make suggestions who they think might be a good fit, because that's what they're trained to do. That's great advice. That's great advice. I like... Um, the name of your company, Grow Wellness. Tell me a little bit about why you, why you call your practice Grow Wellness. That was on purpose. Okay. So many mental wellness, mental health practices are called something clinical, something uh, medical, something. And you know, again, I, when I, we talk about people are people, all people. Mm -hmm. And I don't want someone feeling like they're a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And we get those calls sometimes. It's someone will call and say, hey, I have this, 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 and this. And then they want us to say, well, this is what we do for this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And the truth is no one is a diagnosis. We're all individuals. We all have things that trip us up. And so we wanted to focus on wellness because, again, human condition, right? We all want to be well. We want to be spiritually well. We want to be physically well. We want to be emotionally well. And they're all connected. And again, we just don't want anyone to come saying, oh gosh, I have an illness, I have a disease, I have a sickness, and this is why I'm going. We're all on the road to being well. That's awesome. And, and you, um, you mentioned the physical part of that. Mm -hmm. So is that how you decided to add a yoga and bar studio into the space? Our team is so tired of this joke, I'm going to tell you. Okay, well, um, I'll take it. But uh, it is funny. I mean, and it's true if you really think about it. Um, I don't know who separated mind from body. I don't know, was it Freud, was it so, I don't know, someone did. And now we have this thing, oh, there's mind-body wellness. Well, one, if you don't feel well physically, do you feel your best emotionally? No. no. And if you don't feel well emotionally, do you have pain or, um, we call it our, our gut is our second brain, right? Mm -hmm. we, we have physical symptoms of things like anxiety, depression. Um, we can't help separate mind from body. And there's a big connector between mind and body, and it's called your neck. <laughs> and we've always had one. Um, so we just feel that there's, you can't separate the two. Part of mental wellness is physical wellness. And just like it's hard to call to get an appointment to talk to someone, sometimes if you haven't been physically active, it's really hard to take that first step to walk into a gym or a fitness center. 
and we focus on the types of physical activity that we know clinically um, you know, evidence-based help with mental wellness. So a meditation, yoga. Um, we have some active bar classes too because you know, moving is good for us. Mm -hmm. But we understand that um, our mental wellness is really based on many things. Part of it is physical movement, part of it is nutrition. And then the other part of it is that, that kind of um, need for sleep, right? Mm -hmm. That we all have too. And they all play together I have this lovely three-legged table in my office, and I always say one leg is sleep, one leg is nutrition, one leg is movement, and when all those three are in balance, your top of your table will be smooth, and that's how we want you to feel. That's awesome. Well, I think, yeah, I think you're really on to something there, so I, I applaud you for that. You also are busy giving back to the community, so I don't know how you figure out how you get this balanced into your life, too, but tell me what you're doing with the community. This is cool. Well, thank you. Um, so our philosophy from the beginning has been that we are part of this community, we wanna give back to the community. And since the day we started, we've offered reduced fee and pro bono services to people in the community that don't have access um, to mental health resources. Um, I think last year we had over 200 pro bono and reduced fee clients. And that's just something we believe in, you know, as a company, I guess right. we'd say. However, the need is far more mm -hmm. than 200 people in this area. And so we um, started a foundation, and actually the yoga studio that we just talked about, um, any proceeds from it fund the foundation. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah, so it kind of ties all back <laughs> in together. And um, that foundation, we work with individuals so that we can branch out and reach more people. And we're also starting to work in the schools and providing support um, for um, students at risk and for staff. So we really want to make our community a better community. And we love the other nonprofits in the community. We work with them also. Um, Samaricare, 360 Youth Services. Uh, we want to partner with them. But again, the amount of need that has surfaced the past three to five years um, has surpassed what all those organizations can do. So again, we're partnering. We're helping people that are unable to secure services through those places. And we, we hope to do more of that in the future. That's awesome. Well, you are a great friend for to not-for-profits, and you know NCTV17 has always appreciated your support. So thank you so much for that, and thanks for coming on and sharing about what you do over at Grow Wellness. It's super cool, and everybody should think about their mental health as it's it's you know the key to happiness. Well, thank you for giving us a space to talk about it. If you want to learn more about the Grow Wellness Group, please visit their website. If you're interested in a television appearance on Business Connection as a way to reach out to your community or to gain exposure for your company, please visit our website to find out more. I'm Liz Spencer and thank you for watching Business Connection.